Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Another broadcast of Doomsday Talk Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here in Block Talk, Satan'sRapture.com.org, our band sites, and with me, my original co-host, Danny. Hey, Danny. How you doing, Pastor Harry? Well, I'm doing okay. How are you, Danny? So far, so good. Uh, well, that's good. And, um, wow, there's a lot happening, and you know, in this world today, it's pretty hard for someone to turn on the tele- the news for 10, 15 minutes and not believe we're in, we're in the end times or something apocalyptic's happening. I mean, Russia's waging a World War II-style an invasion against uh, the Ukraine. It, 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 it mirrors what Hitler did. It's the unthinkable. No one ever thought they'd see anything like this, and, and here it is, and in America here, we're looking at the average gas price of gasoline is $2.37 and going up. The price of, of animal food has doubled or tripled. And now there's a mass baby for, for food shortage, a, a shortage in baby formula itself, which to so many babies is, is the very lifeline, Denny, and that's a major shortage. They don't want people having children. Well, no, they don't. And it seems like the children that are here, they want them to fade away. Because it's one yep. of the worst things to do. A child can sometimes only use one baby formula. Well, now a parent has to switch to three, four formulas a week. And that's going to wreak havoc on that baby's little digestive system. And yeah. um, it, it's it's a very ghoulish thing happening. And... Um, we just hear there's going to be a, a severe baby formula shortage. We don't hear any measures to counter it, do, do we? No. No. You know, I also heard another rumor. I don't know how true it was, so this is not guaranteed. I heard that the, the COVID vaccination can cause sterility in men. Well, that's the rumor mill. That's what a lot of people say. Uh, I guess time will tell. Yeah, right. I mean, there's all kind of rumors out there about COVID. We don't want to. We don't want to. Uh, we certainly don't create the rumors. We. I mean, you can talk yeah, I'm not about a doctor. Rumors. I have a hold of it. No. Right. I mean, that's that's a claim I've heard out there. There's a lot of claims. 
There's a claim a lot of women are having miscarriages. Well, we don't know. I mean, honestly, we don't know. But what we do know is we are clearly living at the time of the end, as the Bible talks about. And it's interesting when we look about when we look at the uh, when we look at the uh, the Book of Revelation and the seven churches at the time of the end. We realize that there is one church, the Church of Philadelphia, that follows Jesus in spirit and truth. And that was a real physical church that existed in Asia Minor. And now, two, almost 2,000 years later, we look at that today, and as I always say, there is not one physical church, there is not one radio broadcast, podcast, sermon, or anything that is preaching the truth of Jesus' words. You know, Jesus said, you, you kept my word with perseverance. Well, how can you keep his word with anything if you don't even know what his words are? Yeah, that's true. You, you know, so, I mean, that church to me, the Church of Philadelphia, is a church about to be born in the womb of the future. What's perseverance anyways? Well, to keep going forward despite difficulty and adversity and hardship to not give up it, it it's easy to follow something when everything's going great all around you it's when everything's going totally wrong all around you that's what perseverance is you push through but in order for people to follow jesus word in perseverance you have to know what his word is and his word has been diluted, convoluted, candy-coated, and distorted by everyone that's opened their mouth about it on the radio. Anyone in a, in a position of, uh, quote, leadership, teachership, pastorship, priestship, it's, it's totally pathetic because all of Christianity today is based upon a falsehood. This Roman pagan trinity there's three gods in one God the Father, God the Spirit, God the Son, three in one. And it's not Christianity. It's not what Jesus taught. It's not it's not Judaism, which is the Jesus came to fulfill Judaism. He didn't come to change it, he came to fulfill it. So the fulfillment would be God having a son and sending him into the world. See, all right. of Israel, then he it's a true monotheistic religion. They believed in the one true God of Israel. That's it. Monotheism. Now, God creating, begetting, giving birth to a son from himself, that's still one God. It doesn't change true. who God is in any way. The moment you create a Trinity God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, all in one, we'll see that would, that's, it's a whole different God. It's a whole different everything because that's saying Jesus always existed. And he you did. Know, the problem I have with that Trinity theology is as soon as you bring it up that you don't believe in Trinity, they instantly discredit you as not being a real Christian. Right. Well, that's what they do. But we don't care what they do, do we? I mean, no. what they do, that's, that's what they do. But back to what we were saying, because they, people don't realize that if Jesus had a beginning, here, Danny, very, very simple, right? If Jesus had a beginning, a birth, then he can't be God. Right. Right? 
he would have to be. That's true. Then he would be the son of God. That's exactly who he said he was. So say it again for our listeners. If Jesus had a birth, a creation, if there was a point in time when Jesus didn't exist, he can't be God. He would have to be the son of God. And that's exactly who the Old Testament says the Messiah will be and exactly who Jesus said he was. What about that verse in the Old Testament that says, in the beginning the Word was with God and the Word was God? Well, that's not in the Old Testament, Benny. That's, Is it that, not? No, that's the Gospel of John, chapter 1, in a very mistranslated fashion. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. They won God, and the Word was... God. And well, the see if it's talking about the word specifically, it would say in the beginning was the word, and the word is the words of God, and the words of God are from God. See, where you could say in the way it's written is just written totally wrong, and it's, it's nothing Jesus spoke. It's something someone wrote, named John. Uh-huh. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was it would be the Son of God, if you want to put it in that context. Because if you read further, the word is called the light of the world. The word is called the light of God. Of God. The word is called the Son of God. The word is called the Lamb of God. It's never called God the Lamb, is it? Right. No. 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 It's never called God the Word, is it? Nope. No. No. No, so that's just, it's a poorly translated sentence. I couldn't even, I don't know where that person was even trying to go with that. He may have believed that every word that God spoke comes from every word God speaks in a way is divine, right? It's his words. Every word a human speaks is human, if you look at it like that. So if God makes, if he makes his word, come alive as a being to come to earth to walk and talk well that being would be the son of God right right because whoever wrote that if they from a Hebrew perspective there's only one God yeah exactly so do you think you can't have, do you think in you Genesis what sorry well back to that back to this John thing a minute then it's very important very important to our listeners it's a major verse people read in the Bible in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, the one God. Therefore, the Word is, you could say the Word is divine. It was everything God speaks is divine, or the Word is the Son of God. But it can't say God because there's only one God. Right. See, so that wouldn't make any sense. And it's like I said, you keep reading the whole chapter. Oh, you see, Lamb of God. He's not called God the Lamb. No, he's the Lamb. He's God's Lamb. He's God's Word. He's God's Word that became alive. He's God's light unto man. But he's not God. He said himself he is the Son of God, the firstborn of God's creation. He said that in the book of Revelation. He's the first of God's creation, or the first, the first. The first thing God ever created 
was his son from himself. Jesus and, himself and says that. The first, right. the first thing God created in Genesis was light. In the beginning there was darkness, so God created light and there was light. Well, the first thing he created, he said he created the earth, and the earth was without form and void. And then right. he created light and said the light is good. And then it said the Spirit of God moved across the waters. So the light he made was obviously the stars of the universe because uh-huh. stars, isn't that the only source of natural light? That's the true. sun, stars. What's the only source of real natural light, Danny? Sun and stars. Right. Um, the light we see on Earth is most of it's man-made through electricity. It's not or batteries. It's not. It's not. Man, God made light. The only the only real light God made was the sun as a star, and the the light reflects off the moons. So that puts out light. But in a uh-huh. deeper. Take it a step deeper. Let God said, let there be light. And there was light, and the light is good. You could say the light on a spiritual level represents when God gave birth to his son, the light of who would be the light of the world. It says that later on in the Gospel of John. Right. That makes sense. Right. So God can create physical light and spiritual light at the same time. And that's what I believe he did. Because he uh, he creates light, and then the Spirit of God moves across the waters. So right there in the book of Genesis, we're seeing the biblical Judaic Godhead. One God who begets or creates a son from himself, who would be what like he is, and the Spirit of God move across the waters. But it's so, back to what we were saying. The revelation given to us by Peter, Peter, God used Peter to give a revelation of who Jesus is to the entire planet. From then on, in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 16, and Peter says, Jesus said, who am I? And Peter said, you are the Christ, the Messiah, the son of the living God. So there it is right there. And Jesus agreed with him, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. He said, blessed are you, Simon, his name was. He said, blessed are you, Simon, for my father himself has revealed this truth to you. And then he went a step further. He renamed them. He says, for now you shall be called the rock, Peter. And upon this truth, this cornerstone, he will, Jesus said, I will build my church. And even the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Well, again, Jesus didn't say to Peter, wait a minute, Peter, you got it all backwards, dude. Uh, I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not the Christ, the son of a living God. I'm the Christ who is God, the son. I've always existed. No, he never he didn't ever said that. did he? Nope. Never, never, ever, ever. In fact, his enemies, when they came to put Jesus to death, to arrest him and put him to death. They didn't say, do you claim to be God in the flesh? No. They said, do you claim to be the son of God? Because that's all he preached. And he said, yes, I am. And they said, what, where, where, 
There, there's blasphemy. He makes himself equal to God. See, because the son... Didn't even, the, the, didn't even the demons call Jesus the son of God? Yes, everyone called Jesus the son of God in the Bible. Satan called Jesus three times, if you be the son of God. And Jesus called yeah. himself the son of God. And then about 100 years after the first church was born, suddenly it crept in this pagan trinityism of three gods in one. That Jesus wasn't created. He's, he's God the Son. And when that happened, the power of God was removed from the church. And as more churches accepted Trinity, the lights went out. And that's why Christianity today, except for a few small individuals, the power of God is, is gone. It's gone from the churches, and it's never it's never returned because they won't return to that first simple truth. See, like so, believing Jesus is the Christ, the Son of a living God, is step one in your walk to eternal life, Danny. It's not it's not the end all. You can't just say I believe Jesus is the Christ, the literal Son of a living God. And then just go out and do whatever you want in life and think you're going to heaven. No. But that's the start. That's the first step. It's the first acceptance of truth. Because Jesus built his church upon this one simple truth of who he is. The Christ, the son of the living God. And we've heard churches flip. uh, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. And the next, next verse, they'll flip it to, but Jesus is also God the son. No, no, he's not. He's the son of a living God. And we said last week, try to flip son of a living God, Danny. You can't. It doesn't doesn't make sense. No, and that's the wisdom of God. To say Jesus is the son of God, that's easy to flip. To say he's the son of a living God, it's unflippable. It's like a pancake. You try to flip it. It keeps falling back down in the same way. It won't flip. It's an unflippable pancake. Because that's the wisdom of God. That's how intelligent God is. That even in a phrase, it's unflippable. That's pretty pretty wise, Benny. Yeah, it is. So uh, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll let that sink in. And we'll be right back here on Doomsday Talk Radio. <laughs> Talk Radio. 
I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here on Block Talk, Satan'sRapture.com.org, our band site. I'm here with my original co-host, Danny. Hey, Danny. Still with you, Pastor Harry. Okay, so now we kind of established in a quick way who Jesus really is, the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now we go back to the book of Revelation in the seven churches. Well, it's obvious. The Church of Philadelphia believed Jesus was the Christ, the Son of a living God, and they followed him as such. And um, they're the church that will be taken one day in the future in the first of two raptures. So you could say, where is the Church of Philadelphia today? And I believe from everything I've seen, heard, and everything else, it does not exist. Doesn't even exist on this radio. It exists on this radio broadcast anywhere, the Church of Philadelphia right. Internet. Doesn't exist yep. anywhere. It's a church to be born very soon in the womb of God. And let's look at it in this little cartoon-like way. Let's say there was a prophecy in the Bible that said one day all the blue sheep will be raptured up in the heaven. Okay, mm-hmm. one day, Jesus, let's say Jesus said this, one day, all of the blue sheep will be raptured up in the heaven. And you say, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's no blue sheep in the world. So the Bible's a lie. That's what people would say instantly, isn't it, Danny? That's true. They'd say, where's the blue sheep? The Bible's a liar. Where's the blue sheep? Something's wrong. Because how, how can, it can't be true. It's, so there's a prophecy sitting there for 2,000 years. And then suddenly in Israel, two, two, two sheep give birth. And guess what color the sheep is? Blue. Blue. Bright blue. And then a couple more sheep in Israel give birth. And you have blue sheep. And then around the world, a phenomenon begins where where sheep of all colors start to have a blue sheep. And finally, one day, you have 144,000 blue sheep have been born all around the world, and they could easily tally that up today. Wouldn't that make the blue sheep targets, though? I mean, if you're a blue sheep and you're a white sheep or a black sheep, and and you're going to have jealousy (laughs) for the blue sheep. Well, I don't think the sheep itself would be jealous of a uh they wouldn't know what color another sheep is really. I don't think it would matter. Yeah. But but to the sheep, Danny, but to the world, now the world would see hundred and forty four thousand sheep suddenly born everywhere when there was never a, such a thing. And then if the all hundred and forty four thousand sheep one day vanish from the face of the earth, oh uh, that would be a second major event, wouldn't it? Yep. Okay, so now look, instead of sheep, people, 144,000 people around the world suddenly accept the truth that Jesus is the Christ, the son of a living God, no Trinity God, nothing. And suddenly, uh, a couple blinks of an eye, you have 144,000 people believe that, right? Mm -hmm. But... They're not speechless like sheep. They're vocal. They talk. And they tell people what they believe. And now let's go a step further, Denny. 
let's say the 144,000 people did accept the truth of who Jesus is and want to follow him in spirit and truth with all of their heart, soul, mind, and strength. Let's say every one of those people was born with a, or developed a documented true disease or sickness or infirmity. Totally documented. Like a blind beggar in Spain did for 50 years, the whole world knew the blind beggar, Carlos, by Spain, in Spain, a town in Spain, and would give him food and take him, you know, help him and all. And suddenly, uh-huh. Carlos leaps out of the wheelchair, and Carlos can see and walk. And they say, Carlos, what, what happened? What, 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 what caused this great miracle? And what if Carlos says, I accepted Jesus as the Christ, the son of a living God, not this fake Trinity God of all the churches, Catholic and Protestant. Well, that would, he, he would have an impact on that town and that country like, like never before, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Now picture 144,000 Carloses like him around the world. And, and they're yeah. speaking yeah, the truth. Right, they're speaking the truth of the Bible, and they're speaking against the lies and traditions that the churches have kept in hell for so long, like Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, their love of death penalty, their easy, simple salvations by faith alone, whether you call it once saved, always saved, eternal security, salvation without struggle, salvation through a priest's wand. It doesn't matter. Imagine them speaking the truth. You have to follow Jesus and earn your crown of life to make heaven. So now you'd have 144,000 people, a very scattered remnant throughout the world, preaching the truth of the gospel, walking with Jesus in spirit and truth. They were all healed of a major ailment, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least some were. And then Jesus said, well, those that follow the truth, signs, wonders, and miracles will follow them. So if, say, 35,000 people were healed when they first accepted the truth of Jesus, eventually you're going to have 144,000 people who were healed by believing Jesus is the true Son of God. And then the world gets darker and darker and darker and darker, as it will with wars and rumors of wars and famines and plagues and food shortages and all violence and all this wickedness. Imagine those people would shine all the more bright, Danny, and then the Bible says they'll be caught up to heaven in the first of two raptures. And then will come the Antichrist and the tribulation. Wouldn't that be an amazing event, series of events, an eight-year, an eight-year phenomenon yeah it would be yeah well that's what i believe is going to happen very soon in the world the church of philadelphia will be born and there will be no apocalypse no full-scale nuclear war no extinction level uh asteroid event nothing until god raises up this church of philadelphia the same church that we've been preaching about and talking about, Danny, for the last uh, 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's it's a church to come. And it's just not, it is not born yet. Very soon it will be born. 
and it will start out like the few blue sheep, and then it will multiply and multiply, apply and multiply, and before you know it, you're going to have 144,000 people walking in this truth, spirit and truth of God, with the power of God, and 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 people seeing, at least seeing miracles, even if they won't acknowledge the miracles. But that's right. what we see coming, Denny. And that that's a beautiful prophecy. It's a beautiful vision of the future. And that is in the book of Revelation. So it starts happening. People can take out, open their Bible, remove the spider webs and all the cobwebs. Yeah. And, <laughs> no, they can take out their Bible. And they could see the Church of Philadelphia right in front of their eyes, Danny. It would yeah. be right, right in front of their eyes. I mean, they'd see it, and they'd see it, a real church happening with the power of God, the truth of God, the spirit of God. And then they'll see that church raptured up in the heaven, taken gone. Well, I gone. confront people with the, with the prophecy of the Church of Philadelphia. They always say, they always claim they're uh, they're the real church of Philadelphia, the Baptists, the Catholics, Jehovah Witnesses. They're the real church of Philadelphia. Right. They all would say they're the real church of Philadelphia. But then you could turn around later and say, well, if you're the real church and you're interpreting things right, why don't you have the power of God? Yeah, exactly. And they really couldn't answer that. And later on, when they're raptured, they're not they're certainly going to not be able to answer that because they're going to be in a state of shock. But... Anybody can claim anything. A person can claim they're a lion. A person can claim they're a lion, Danny, but it it wouldn't take long to realize they're lying. (laughs) That they're not a lion. And you you can't claim to be a church with the power of God when you don't have the power of God. One of those churches, I think it's the Jehovah Witnesses, I'm not sure, but, uh, uh, they believe that uh, the the sinners get raptured out while the while the rest of us get left behind to well, why, to make a perfect world. Well, that's not exactly what Jesus. That's the opposite of what Jesus thought. Yeah, and how exactly. Can, how are you going to have a perfect word, world as long as you have people in it? You, you're not going to have a perfect world. The Bible tells right. us the complete opposite that God's going to remove his faithful remnant, the few people that will follow him in spirit and truth, who probably will be 144,000 people. And then the Antichrist will come for the great to lead a second Holocaust, and everyone will have a last chance to turn away from evil and turn to God. Right. That's what we're seeing, and that's what we believe is going to happen very soon, that this... That the blue sheep will start to be born, that the Church of Philadelphia will be born, and will have the truth of God, the Spirit of God, and the power of God. So that's right. That that's what's yet to be seen. So we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back here on Doomsday Talk Radio. <laughs> Thank you. 
versus the evil reptilian alien. And, of course, Lucifer and the Antichrist are going to be on the side of the good aliens. And those that want to repent, finally repent and accept Jesus as the Son of God, well, they're the ones that are tainted by this wicked alien DNA. Right. And then they're, that right? What's coming, you can see it everywhere. It's even in Disney's new Galaxy 2, Guardians of a Galaxy 2. And then yeah. they go a step further and they say the only way to kill the big evil alien god of the Bible is to destroy every one of his followers and burn every one of his books. And they believe with every death and burning, he grows weaker and weaker and weaker until he's dead. And that's why the Bible says there will be a holocaust for 1,260 days when the Antichrist comes, after God raptures his faithful church of Philadelphia to heaven. And so the Antichrist, right, he comes... And and um, he will start this Holocaust, and the, they will actually be broadcasting this countdown to the world. That for 1,260 days, they're ridding the world of evil, and they're going to set the world free. And it'll go down to 1,000 days, and 900 days, and 600, and they'll be slaughtering Christians, the people that finally repent, that finally will repent. During this time, the worst horrible abuse, starvation, sexual abuse, physical abuse imaginable. And it will go on Mm -hmm. and then it'll go it'll go down to 50 days, 40 days, you know, 44 days, 43, 40, 39. They'll get down to five days, four days, three days. And on the third day, what happens is, remember, God's going to send his two witnesses to the earth who were probably, it's probably Elijah and Moses. And they mm-hmm. probably will come to earth in that same type of a spacecraft that the angels came, traveled in when they came to Ezekiel and a few right. other places in the Bible. It seemed to be a wheel and a wheel and a wheel, almost like a living, almost like a living spaceship. And if you really look at a bird, isn't a bird kind of a living spaceship, an airplane in itself? Yeah, it is. A bird is like a living airplane, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. So who says that this wheel and a wheel and a wheel, this spaceship they're coming in for three and a half years, can't be alive? (laughs) Sure it can. And for three and a half years, it says that the two witnesses are going to they're going to turn the waters to earth's blood and stop the, all rain from falling while the world's following this 1,260-day Holocaust. You imagine, Denny, there's no water to drink. The water's contaminated with blood. Mm-hmm. All the rivers, all the, all the rivers that bring fresh water are contaminated with, with blood. So? They'll be drinking blood anyway, so I kind of doubt that it's really blood because I think it's like a red algae or something. Well, because you can well, drink, you think people will drink blood. Well, but I don't know if they want to drink filthy blood out of a creek river water. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what if fish started exploding? Mm, yeah, exactly. 
you'd have a rivers of blood, wouldn't you? And yep. then no rain will fall. So you take all the bottled water they have, right? Mm-hmm. You take you take all the bottled water they have right now. If it stopped raining totally, all the bottles of water, all the bottles of soda and Coca-Cola and juice and fruit and all the bottles of beer and wine. How long do you think it would be till they're depleted? It wouldn't take long. I know I no. got a little bit of food in the house to last in case there's an emergency, and I still couldn't last more than a month. But people don't think in terms, they think more of food in terms of water for some reason. How long do you think it will be till till there will not be one? <laughs> think of it. Where's all the bottled water going to go? All the all the bottled beer, all the soda, all the all the wine. Where's it going to be? Oh, they bite off the shelves. It'd be gone in two two days. Well, what would it look like in six months? Three months? Oh, everybody be gasping for water. People be right. They'd be they'd be so parched and dry. It'd be pathetic. So the only thing they would be able to do is they would drink the blood of the saints. And that's what it says. Yep. And mix it with some wine. Because the Bible says they'll be drunk with the blood of the saints. And, you know, it's so sickening that that's coming. And then you have to figure something else that's even more sick is a lot of people be murmuring and wondering to the Antichrist. If you, if you're, if you have all power, if you're God incarnate, then, then why don't you make the heavens open? Why don't you make it rain? Wouldn't they ask him that? Yep. I mean, even if he's seven foot six, four hundred fifty pounds, somebody would have the courage to ask him in a nice way. Um, why can't uh, you make it rain if you have all this power? And and what what will his reply be, Danny? To a world that's dying of thirst and their hands are filled with the blood of Christians, what will his response be? you think uh that's a good one i would i would think that that he would say that uh the evil aliens are trying to uh they're uh, trying to change the weather on earth but that's why the weather's but that's why we can't get no rain what do they call that he could he he could yeah he could say that but they want to know why he can't make it rain anyway Where's his great right. power? And you know what he's going to tell the world? Very simple. You haven't killed all the Christians yet. If, if it's if it's day one, if it's day eight hundred, he says, "Come on, you got eight hundred days. You got to step it up." And then the world will believe, "Yeah, we got to kill them all even more, and, and burn everything in order to let it rain." You see how deceived they'll be? Yep. They will not let go of his lie. And then what will happen? Three days before 1,260, the or on the exact day, no, probably three days before, that, that, that spaceship they came in, whatever they came in, is going to vanish. And the, right. two, the two witnesses who... Probably as Elijah and Moses, or someone comes in the in the uh, the what do you call it the uh, like you know a president he's not a that's not his name a title 
or someone would come yeah. in the title of Elijah and Moses, you know, the name, the Antichrist is going to ride forth and kill them. He's going to behead them. And their bodies are going to lay in the street for three and a half days during the final countdown. And then they're going to count down the three, two, one. And guess what happens on day one, on day zero, when the countdown's up? It says in, in the book of Revelation what happens. It says the two witnesses uh, stand on their feet. I guess they reattach their heads. And right. they're called, they're raptured into heaven, along with the dead in Christ and the few Christians that haven't been killed yet, alive and remain. Now, everything Christian is gone from the earth, and then God will really start to pour out his judgment, culminating in polar shift when the magnetic poles fully shift on their axis, because they're moving now, and every building, volcano, and every earthquake will blow. And every structure man built, from a one-bedroom hut to a 50-story high-rise, will just come tumbling down. Then, mm-hmm. and the judge—it's already beginning polar shift. But you can see this is where the world is being prepared for right now. This judgment. This. I remember extreme, that word I was thinking uh, of, thinking of earlier. It's called terraforming. They'll say the evil aliens are terraforming the earth. That's why there's no water. Then, to drink. Well, it would still come back to him. Where's his great power? He's claiming God incarnate. Yep. So again, he right. He would have to say, as when we finish the work, there's still 800 days to go. Then they'll be gone, and the rains will open. The skies will open up with water. But in the 800 day. The skies are going to open up a water, and then the, the second rapture event happens, and then they, the trumpet sounds, and then the world realizes, look at what they did. Look, they, right. follow, they, they followed evil, they did great evil, and they still won't repent. What's that, then? Do you think the first rapture and the second rapture are exactly the same? Because when I read it, the first rapture is an open door like a wormhole. And the second rapture seems to be a gathering by angels, perhaps in UFOs. Well, it's still going into there's only one way in and out of heaven, Denny. There's one door in the heaven that Jesus controls, so it, it wouldn't mm-hmm. make any it wouldn't make any difference. The angels gather them because they're going to be scattered all around, all totally around the planet. Right. Wherever few they are left, there's not going to be a lot left. I mean, I, I would, I yeah, I would say ninety-five percent of of the repentant Christians will be killed. So we're talking a small percentage of people, very small. But they're going to get pretty far. But can you imagine the Antichrist leading a Holocaust of three, four hundred million people killed simply because they they won't follow the devil? Oh, I can see it. Uh, Ronald Reagan, when he was president, he gave a speech to the to the United Nations, and he he said, uh, it, you know, how the world would come together if if there was an alien threat. But then he, in the same sentence, he said, uh, "Isn't that alien threat already here?" Um, I understood that as him talking about Christians. 
Well, I think he was talking about this uh, war between the good aliens and the bad aliens and people tainted with this uh, alien reptilian DNA. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's the exact doctrine they presented to Hitler, the, Hit, the Luciferian doctrine, and they called them back then the serpent seed. Now it's alien DNA. It gets an upgrade, you know, for 2022. And um, in fact, the United Nations admitted in 1982 that they have accepted the Luciferian doctrine as the coming world religion. And only through this world religion can they unite the nations as one. That's right on the UN site, Denny. And every year since 1982, the United Nations publishes the great invocation. The great invocation of who? Of what? To come, the great invocation of Lucifer that everyone will have to partake in in order to buy, in order to receive their digital scannable tattoo. That's exactly where the world's headed right now. That's the path it's headed towards. This global initiation of Lucifer and his church of sex. But before this happens, God is going to have his way. And he's going to raise up a faithful remnant, the Church of Philadelphia, uh, at least 144,000 people who will follow him in spirit and truth, and signs, wonders, and miracles will follow them. Isn't that beautiful, Danny? Yeah, it is. Isn't it beautiful that people can escape the entire Holocaust in the first rapture, and if they're that stubborn and proudful, well, They'll still get another chance in the tribulation. Two chances. That's what I always tell people: God is a God of second chances. Yes, but he you is. You don't want to keep you don't want to keep pressing these buttons because eventually he'll. No, you don't. And look at today. Look how many chances God gives people today to repent of all the horrors they're doing. Adultery, he, he gave me murder. thirty years of. He gave What's me thirty that? years of. <laughs> God gave me 30 years to repent, so that's a right. long time to be sinning. Yeah, and look at all the people today. They're out there selling drugs, committing adultery, murder, theft, the worst things imaginable. And he's offering them all complete forgiveness and a new slate. He's not saying to them, like uh, Franklin Graham says, an evangelical false preacher Hey, come to Jesus and he'll wash away all your sins and guarantee you heaven. No, he's not saying that. He's saying come to Jesus and he'll wash away and repent and he'll wash your slate clean. He will give you his spirit and you can follow him on the straight and narrow and earn the crown of life. See, that's the Mm -hmm. difference. That's the difference. There's no easy salvation, Danny. Right. You got to earn your crown of life, and the Church of Philadelphia will have earned their crown of life within, say, the next eight years. And Jesus admonishes them. He says, "Hold on to your crown, that no man take it." Meaning, no one causes you to throw it down and cast it to the ground and sin with them. Mm-hmm. You see? Yep. So that's basically where we are right now. We are looking for the birth of the Church of Philadelphia. And in that eight-year eight period, eight around there, that's that will happen as the world slowly slides in the uh, 
total social economic chaos. You know, with wars, rumors of wars, more earthquakes, more famine. Now they're talking about they're blaming Putin. They're saying Putin seizing, trying to seize the Ukraine, and he's going to create global food shortages. What are global mm-hmm. global food shortages before Putin attacked the Ukraine? The price of gas was already out of control. He's just making it worse. And, of course, the Western politicians will use Putin as a scapegoat to blame everything on Putin. As if everything was beautiful and great before three months ago when Putin invaded Ukraine. See, that's just, that's not true. It's not true at all. So that's basically where we're at right now, Danny. We're at this pivotal point in history right now where God's about to raise up the Church of Philadelphia. Yeah, it is. It's time. Yep. It's time and it's going to happen. And he will raise his church up in spirit and truth. And as people as people let go of all the falsehood they were taught of Christianity, Trinity, Santa, Easter Bunny, guaranteed heaven by faith, whatever word you want to call it, death penalty, when they give up all that wickedness, and follow Jesus in spirit and truth, then the power of God will follow them. And it will right. be a sight it'll be a sight for the world to see. Like where where are the blue sheep? They're about to be born. And these people will be vocal and they'll be talking about um what they're doing and they're trying they're earning heaven in the first of two raptures and uh, that word earn is antithema. It's it's the word. It's a word. Churches of any kind, they hate to hear that word "earn." And but yeah, they, I talked to a lady about once saved, always saved today, and uh, she was so adamant that I just had to shut up and let her right. say what well, she had to say. There's no point arguing with somebody that minds closed. That's what they want to believe. Then that's what they're going to believe today. When the Church of Philadelphia is born, if that's what they're going to believe. That's what they're going to believe. They're left behind in the tribulation. Then they're going to have to choose choose between God and the devil. If they choose the devil, well, that's what they continue to believe. If they finally repent, well, they gave it up. Because God honors free will. Do you think some people will take the mark because they're deceived, the mark of the beast? Because they're deceived? Or Or do you think they'll have full knowledge of what they're doing? They will have full, complete knowledge. It's not... The mark of the beast, the Luciferic initiation, Danny. It's a Luciferic initiation, by the way. It's not snuck in as a new vaccine. You will. Ha- it is, and it's not a theological test of your mind. It's a test of your heart. Do you want God and to follow God, or do you want to follow Satan and become a god? Do you want to rule in heaven as the lie goes, which you won't, or serve in hell? See. Heaven, yeah. See, it, it's coming down to it's coming down to it's a it's a heart test. Do you love God or do you love the devil? It's going to come right down to that. It's not yeah. a, so. No one will be deceived. They deceive themselves by their hatred for God. It's that simple, that Danny. Sense. Yeah. I know yeah, this nobody... must be a great great falling away, but. It... Are we living in the great falling away now, or or is that still to come? 
Well, it's a good question to ask with three minutes and 12 seconds left, Danny. Uh, the first part of the falling away has occurred where people, well, it's occurred for 2,000 years where people fell from who Jesus is and adopted everything of false Christianity. The great falling away itself when it hits is when people actually will denounce any and everything Christian and follow Satan. A total denunciation of every single thing Christian. Right. That's a lot stronger, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's what's required. You have to denounce every single thing Christian and invoke Lucifer in your heart as your spiritual guide in order to buy and sell in the new world of Lucifer. You ready for that, Danny? Nope, I don't plan on being here. Well, that's that's what's coming. That's that's Satan's endgame. Gets three and a half years. Be worshipped as a god. But before his time will come the Church of Philadelphia. And the devil is making it right now as hard as he possibly can for us to build this church. Isn't he? Yep. But, but it, it's going to happen anyway. Because you can't stop God's plan. As long as God has people willing, right, as long as God has people willing to follow him, he he cannot stop his plan. I agree. Right. Amen, Danny. I mean, he he couldn't stop Noah and his family from building the ark, could he? Nope. Nope. And he won't stop the Church of Philadelphia from building their ark. One minute and 30 seconds left, Danny. But see, so we really, 90 seconds left. But anyway, I think we really laid it out for people exactly what's coming today. I don't think many people would question what we're saying. Nope, I I agree with you 100%. They'd wonder, is it going to happen? Or they could be laughing so hard they couldn't even reach their phone to call. But at least they know <laughs> what we said is coming to the world. And it, it's just beautiful that God would do this. And God would give everyone a chance to see his power and hear his truth and respond. And then a second chance in their tribulation to make heaven. So nobody can accuse God of being not merciful or not giving people enough chances. That's true. You know, um, no, because he is. He is a God of mercy. But when his mercy is totally trampled and people do such incredible evil, then the coin flips and then comes judgment. Uh-huh. doesn't want the judgment, but he has to bring judgment because he's just. Otherwise, he's unjust. And that's where we're at right now. We're about to see the birth of a church of Philadelphia, Danny. Yep. And that's about all the time we have today. Fortunately, the world has a little more. But thank you for listening. God bless. Good night and take care.